0: Happy Monday, or should I say, happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter. Plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide. Navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital, making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the wrong o'clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge we thank you for listening to each episode downloading it and sharing it with your family and friends follow us on instagram and tiktok medical moms NICU to receive free medical mom takeaway tips join our facebook medical mom unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of Happy Monday, I should I say, happy Medical Mom of Nikki Day. I'm Tanisha, and I am so grateful to report some good news for this podcast. Good news for those who have been listening to this podcast. I appreciate you. This platform is to help... NICU moms navigate the medical system with ease by sharing resources and medical mom tips and medical advice from medical experts. And I cannot wait to have guests on this show. It's been a journey, as some of you may have known, My oldest kidney warrior and cancer fighter was in the hospital for a week and a half. He was discharged last Friday and he's back to school with his siblings. And my husband returned from work today after a surgery last month. So I am just thankful to be able to hear my thoughts in this car (laughs) with everybody to the respective places and I can finally nurture myself better. I also want to report some really good news. In this journey, you go through so much medical trauma and challenges, and sometimes you don't hold space to really heal from those trauma and challenges. You're so busy making those life-saving decisions and attending to the round-o'clock care that you rarely hold space for you, you in particular. And so I'm just thankful for a beautiful sister who has kept me accountable to go forth and get the services I need for me to be well mentally emotionally spiritually, and I'm grateful for child care for my children. Because it does make a difference when you've been at home like I have for six years. It can get overwhelming and you don't have the physical support system you need on a daily or, mo- or weekly or monthly basis. It can get overwhelming. You're trying to keep your marriage strong. Statistically, 90% of couples that have a special needs child eventually get divorced. And thankfully, God, has blessed me my husband to be honest with our challenges and just to be able to be in a place of vulnerability to receive some help from those who are willing to help and step in. And last week, I was able to have my first therapy session and counseling. I'm host, holding space for that because I lost my dad as well as my aunt in 2022, and they were my major support system. They were my listening ear, and they were retired. So I I spent a lot of time talking to them. They were like my life coaches, my best friends. And so to have them pass back to back and then to go through the challenges with Jaleel in particular and having pandemic babies and trying trying to keep your marriage alive and not dead... It's a lot. It's a lot. And so I wanted to come on here to say, hold space for yourself. You don't have to hold it all. A lot of times on social media, a lot of people say, you're so strong, Tanisha, you're so strong, but only they know, only if they knew that God is carrying me right now. He is truly carrying me because yes, I have been through a lot of medical challenges, but there is a separate grief when it comes to memorializing a a parent. And there's a separate grief when it comes to memorializing your aunt that felt like a grandmother on your mother's side. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't want to carry all those hats. I want to be able to hold space for my healing mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And I've done a phenomenal job to delegate. And I just want those who are listening to know that there's services, there's resources out there, but we have to be courageous to tap into those resources. Ask a social worker, ask a care coordinator, ask educators on how they can help you better. If you don't have family or friends nearby, how can you outsource for you to get some relief and some quiet time with you? It will truly make a difference. And so one one of the things that I also wanted to mention in the process of having a hospitalization, maybe your child is in the hospital and you're feeling like you can't leave the hospital. Well, that's my struggle. I've, I've always had that struggle because I want to be in control of everything that's going on while my baby's in the hospital. But what you fail to realize is the more that you don't recharge, the less you have to give when the when your baby is discharged. And I say that in all love and and honesty. So last week, I was in the hospital day to day, day to day, day to day. And I should have took some time to to get away from the hospital. But I just wanted to make sure everything was flowing well with the care team and that Jalil didn't need anything that I saw that he needed. And so I was hard to break away. And looking back on it all, I should have broke away quite a bit because there's other things that you have to deal with. Like my husband, he was still recovering from surgery and, you know, he probably wanted to spend some time with me before he went back to work. And I truly believe we could have had a little bit more time together. But I realized that you can't you can't have control over everything. And sometimes the hospital, if everything is stable, that is somewhat of a respite care for you as a caregiver. Sometimes I have done this with my husband being involved where we had broke away and took a date day and got some lunch. I remember being in the NICU and since I had children's and we would break away and go to ninjas. We would break away and go to Dovas, We would break away and got, go go catch a movie. I remember we went to see Black Panther. And it's a healthy healthy way of doing that because if you don't, then you're going to feel so exhausted when your child comes home and then you have to continue to give them the level of care that they need to keep healthy outside the hospital. So I would challenge you if you can have other visitors come in to relieve you. And one thing I did better of doing was asking some of my sisters in Christ to come by the bedside when I was not available. And that helped me to break away a little bit more. And then Jalil's teachers had came by with some cards from the students to wish him well. And so that made me feel good. So there was always someone there in his room, whether it was me or whether it was dad, someone was present. And so I just wanted to encourage you that when you are going through a medical challenge to Inform those who you trust. Let them know that your child is in the hospital so that they can better serve and help you wherever you need to be helped. One of the sisters continued to bring me lunch because she knew that most likely I did not eat. <laughs> I have a habit of not eating when there's a medical challenge and I should do better. But that's just my honesty coming out. But she had brought some food and I accepted it because I was like, I know I, n- know I need to. mm I know I need to nourish myself and put, replenish myself so that I have more to give my my, my kidney warrior cancer fighter a newly autistic awesome child. So another thing that I did find in the stress relief process is that they have music therapy in the hospitals, which also taps you away from the medical challenges. You can sing lullabies with your child, make music and and just engage and interact with toys like child life and they bring choice toys by bedside a lot and then they have a playroom for children who are not critically ill to come down and paint and to interact with other children in the hospital. I have a play yard and then also they have a keyboard for children to make music with. And then another thing that they also have is a game system as well. I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss anything in particular. Just any toys that can help you to be creative with your child. And what I realized, the more I play with Jaleel or any of my children, it helps me to get in a place of peace and creativity because children are so innocent. And so when you're interacting with your child and you're playing a game, no matter if it's in a hospital or at home, it, it allows you to decompress. That's something that you cannot, you can't buy and so I'm just thankful because I'm learning and I don't pretend to know all the answers, but I'm learning what self-care means to me. I had a joke on social media, self-care is childcare. And it is because I feel less anxious, less overwhelmed when I'm able to sit quietly with self, with God, with nature, with my thoughts, and actually hear them. Don't hear anyone else's needs but my own. That's a beautiful gift that no money can buy, <laughs> so identifying those needs, no matter how big or small they are, they matter and I just wanted to encourage you today, as I celebrate being kids free and my husband's back to work. It feels good to be in a place where I can be in solitude, and I'm thankful that we've gotten to a place where we we can Get to a place where we can nurture ourselves better as a parents, as a couple, individually. And me and my husband started to do some deep cleaning, early spring cleaning in advance so that I can come home to a very organized, clean house. And it took a while for us to get it to where we wanted it to be, but we're in the process of moving. So it's just been a, a lot of things going on. And so. I feel good to go back home to a clean, organized house, too. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. So I'm grateful, and I hope that this message encourages you to hold space for yourself. No matter if you're in the hospital or at home with your child, your medically complex miracle, please hold hold space for yourself. Sometimes it can be just as quick as reading a chapter in a book. It'll take you away and allow you to process information that's not pertaining to your life right now. And that, that could be essential to your welfare, your mental and emotional health. So I hope this all helps you. I know I speak in a story, but I try to give key points that came up for me over the weekend and during the hospital stay and during this transition of driving my children to school, and my husband going back to work after being off a whole month and a half, It just brought up so many things for me, and I so hopefully, even though this is a short, short, short podcast, I hope that you're able to rewind and replay back what stood out to you and share this podcast to any mothers that are going through medical challenges with their child, whether they're in a NICU, life after NICU, or NICU mom of special needs. I just want this podcast to go as far and wide as possible. So do me a favor, rate the podcast and share it with others that you know are going through some special needs challenging moments. This can encourage them to know that they're not alone in their process. There's also many resources on my website, medicalmomsandnicu.com. And you can also support Jalil's children's book, First the Many to Come, TKOCKD, My Fight to Live, round one. You can find that on com and all the book platforms like Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. We appreciate your support as we celebrate chronic illness champions worldwide. And remember, you are more than capable of handling your child's complex care. Until the next episode, take care of yourself.